In this pre-Halloween episode, we're going to talk about four things that you could do this week to begin celebrating Halloween. And then we're going to talk about four ideas to get you through what Laura calls the longest weekend of the year. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. So Stephanie, Halloween is only a week away. I want like Halloween music, so I'm going to make it up. I think you found it last year. I know. Do you know where you saved it? I think so. You guys, you might get some Halloween music. Next on Halloween. On Halloween. Our Halloween episode will have Halloween music, but this episode is just going to have Halloween made up sounds for me. sounds. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah, just for our own personal joy and benefit. <laughs> right. Maybe not for any of our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. They might be like, oh, my gosh, they're doing it again. All right. So we're going to talk about four ways to celebrate the Halloween holiday with your family today in advance of the Halloween holiday, which will be happening in a week. Right. So, I mean, maybe you want to do all of these. Just you want to do them throughout the week. Oh, like yeah. That's gonna, a good idea. Like, you know, the week. Isn't it like Hanukkah celebrates for a whole week? Yeah. So why not celebrate each holiday for a whole week and just do something like every other day or every day the week up into the holiday? That I is a perfect that idea. Fun. Yeah. And with our four ways to celebrate the Halloween holiday, they're all healthy ways. So there you go. You yeah. you won't you won't gain any LBs while you're doing it. Right. So. Yeah. It doesn't involve eating copious amounts of chocolate. Perfect. Yes, right. because right. that is saved for the Halloween day itself. Yeah. What's number way number one? Way number one is taking your yoga and doing Halloween yoga with your family. There are all kinds of different ways that you can make up Halloween yoga. You can do this on your own, right? It has to start with some creepy music. So turn on that creepy music. Maybe it's the wind whistling through the trees. Maybe it's Maybe the... you take the yoga outside. Oh, yeah. With like in the evening. Nighttime. With jack-o'-lanterns lit. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You have leveled this Halloween Ooh! yoga up. You guys are going to be so excited to do these. So line your path with jack-o'-lanterns. Yes. You could do a neighborhood one in your driveway. It's even better than what we had planned. Jack-o'-lantern yoga. Be careful with the light and the fire and right. the feet. Keep keep the distance. Yeah. Yep. And then I would add glow sticks. Yes. Glow sticks. Glow Halloween yoga. Yes. Laura, we need to do this. Who needs goats when you've got glow sticks and yes. light up pumpkins? I think this could be a really fun, healthy mini retreat. For Halloween. Yes. All right. So some of your yoga poses could be if you did the cat 
cow pose. You could create the black cat pose. Mm-hmm. You could do the baby pose, which is actually the beetle on his back. I love the beetle pose. Not the beetle pose. It's not really called that. But you could do that for the Halloween yoga. I love the baby pose. I feel like it's a good stretch of my legs and my back and rolling back and forth. That's one of my favorite poses. And then, of course, there's the corpse pose, which you could just lift from the regular corpse pose. Yes. It's just lying flat on your back and breathing. Yep. It's delightful. It's the meditation moment. Right. Of yoga. So gather up your family and friends and have nighttime light up your jack-o'-lanterns with glow sticks, Halloween yoga. And if you want more inspiration for that, our lovely Yoga with Adrian has yoga for zombies. Oh, I love her. I love her, too. And I love that she has yoga for zombies. Yes. <laughs> so okay. There you go. That's way number one. Way number two. A Halloween scavenger hunt for your run. <sighs> So, right? so go to a neighborhood, whether it's your own or a nearby neighborhood. Maybe your own neighborhood doesn't have a lot of Halloween decorations, but have a little um, uh, list of four or five things that are decorated throughout the neighborhood that you're going to run through. And basically you run from item to item. Yes. And you check it off. And you maybe, if you have a phone with you, which can be kind of fun, take selfies with the items. Oh, and then if it's like date stamped, you'll know who found the four things or the five things the quickest. Oh, that's cool. And you could have a little prize. It could be some fresh fruit. It could be some sparkling water. It could be some glow sticks for your nighttime glow yoga. Post-run glow yoga. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. So grab yourself a couple of running teams. Have a little um, comparison. Have Give each team a list and uh, and go for it. Healthy competition. Yeah. Another idea, if you want to do this kind of thing with your kids, is have a Halloween walk bingo with your kids. Perfect. So if you do that, you would want to create a bingo card or find one. You could find one pretty easily that has different kinds of things that kids could check off on their bingo cards, like pumpkins and bats and leaves and ghosts, all of that stuff. But you want to make sure that you put that card on a clipboard so that the kids have something to mark off as they're on their walk. So something just to think about, that clipboard and a pen that works um, before you go out there, or stickers that you could stick. A bingo dauber is a a great idea because it's doop, and you just, you know, push the little uh, felt tip thing down, and it makes just dot. So awesome. That's fun. All kinds of ideas for Halloween bingo in a Halloween scavenger hunt. All right, so our number three way to celebrate Halloween with your family is with the food. And I have three words for this. Candy eye sprinkles. So cheap. You can find them with Wilton. You can find them at Michael's. And they are just little pieces of candy that have a black dot in the middle. It's like like a little bit of sugar, not a lot, but you can add those candy eye sprinkles to everything. So if you wanted to make banana ghosts, you just stick, you just cut those bananas in half. You stick the candy eye sprinkles with peanut butter at the very top of the ghost, maybe a little bit of peanut butter for the mouth. And you have a mostly healthy 
banana ghost. Oh, I might do these for my students. Oh, you should. Holy shit. Yeah. If you wanted to do apple slices, if you keep the rind on it, right, the uh-huh. peel on it, then the top part of the peel is the can- where the candy eyes go. And then you st- peanut butter. You can stick it all on with peanut butter yeah. and then stick your the bottom part of the peel would be where your teeth would go. And then you could even make a tongue out of a slice of strawberry. Oh, be really fun. Yeah. So we can put we can make some of this and put some pictures on our Instagram page if you want some other examples. Uh, you could just make a fruit cup and sprinkle in some candy eyes. Yep. Just be eating some fruit cup with eyes. Yep. Yep. Because who doesn't want a fruit cup with yeah. eyes? Right. Oh, Halloween. And then uh, kiwi. There's so many options because of the fun green color with kiwi. And uh, there's the sun gold. It's yellow. So green ooh. and gold. It's kind of, you know, both of those are kind of Halloween colors. Yeah. Just stick Purple a... Purple grapes. Oh, that would be cool, too. Yeah. So you could just stick a little bit of peanut butter in a like a plastic Ziploc bag. Just uh, cut the corner off so you can kind of make like a little tube to squeeze from and then just squeeze it and use that to stick your candy eyes Perfect. on. Right. Simple way. Um, with grapes, you could probably do that same thing with a little bit of fruit dip. Yeah. And it would stick those eyes on there. So just some awesome ideas for that with a simple candy eye sprinkles. And then if you wanted to go just a little bit sweeter, um, you can do all kinds of fun things with Rice Krispie treats and candy eyes. You could dip it in chocolate and then put the candy eyes on it. Or you could just sprinkle the eyes throughout the crispy treats. Right. Yep. And so lots of easy ways to boo up your holiday snacks. And last but not least, Stephanie, what is our fourth way? Well, we were thinking that we talked in one of our previous episodes about mini retreats. Yes. And so this is not necessarily a retreat because it would involve family and maybe a bit of chaos and mess. So we're going to call it a mini event. Okay. So it's going to be a healthy Halloween mini event, which would involve pumpkin carving or painting. As the main event, you know, like three ring circus, it's it's the biggest ring. Yes. Yep. It's the main event. And then, of course, you're going to have your yummy food with candy ice sprinkles. Yes. You could also end the main event with the yoga. Perfect. After you've carved your pumpkins and just light those suckers up in your driveway and go ahead and do some spooky yoga, yoga mats, yeah. right? Do that. Or you could begin the event with a scavenger hunt before you go in and um, carve your pumpkins. And then also you could have a movie in your back pocket just in case you need a little extra hour or so a extra of fun. scare. Yeah. So. so all kinds of ideas for a healthy Halloween family holiday. So here we are. We just shared with you four great ways to have a healthy, happy Halloween fun weekend. But I don't know if you know that Target already has the Halloween out of the store. Almost. I mean, I was there today looking for, oh, I was looking for the fall snack cakes for my for my students. I like to get the Little Debbie ones. Um, I feel like it's less mess than a cupcake Mm, or something, but it's still like festive. Right. And 
Target failed me. They did not have any. Um, It's okay, Target. I'll still come and visit you. But what I noticed is that they have basically all the Christmas out. Now, this Christmas-loving girl was very excited. In fact, I took a couple moments. I just went ahead, and because they've had stuff out for a while. They've had some candles and the cards, and I've taken some pictures and some moments. But now, basically, every department has some Christmas. So even the clothing department has Christmas t-shirts and Christmas family pajamas, all the matching pajamas. My Christmas coffee was there and I grabbed a few pounds. I feel like that's early this year for your Christmas coffee. I know. It's not even online. I can't even find it in the app online, but there I was and it was there and I said, okay, I'll get a few for my bag. (laughs) For our listeners that don't know about your Christmas coffee, what is it called? It's the Good and Gather, right? Yes, but so it's different this year. And that's maybe why I was typing it in. It wasn't coming up. So now it's dark chocolate peppermint. It used to just be called Candy King. Oh, okay. So they've added some dark chocolate notes. Mm. So, which also made me worried because I'm like, oh, I don't really like coffee flavored like chocolate. So I just got three pounds. Okay. Instead of, I mean, I left two on the shelf. I try to always leave one on the shelf for somebody else. That's really nice of you. Right. That's how I share kindness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I could have easily taken all five. Right. Yeah, we know. And not, and, <laughs> and not let there be anything for anybody else. But I figure, I know other people like this coffee and they look forward to it. The guy at the checkout was like, oh, do you find everything? I'm like, yeah, almost everything. He's like, but I found this coffee and I wasn't expecting to get it. He's like, oh, yeah. I, he's like, it's really good, isn't it? I said, yeah, I like to have the peppermint through February. So I like to stock up about 30 pounds is what I like to kind of get. So anyways, okay. I'm off track again. 30 pounds of a peppermint, peppermint coffee. coffee. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. All right. Um, so but basically the whole point of this saying is that These last two months of the year can feel like the longest weekend ever. Yes. And you can treat it like that if you're not careful. And I feel like January comes and it feels like I'm just rolling down the hill. And so we're trying to avoid that this year, Stephanie. Yes, we are. Instead of the Halloween rolling over to Thanksgiving, rolling over to Christmas, rolling over to New Year's Eve, we are going to choose one of these four things to focus on and still enjoy the holiday season. I love this. Now, I mean, I can if, focus on one thing. Right? And I think that's why I'm um, ideally, yeah, focus on all four, but who can really focus on all four and do the decorations and do the gatherings and do the class parties and do the family gatherings and the Christmas cards and the presents and the shopping and it can all be a little too much. And so instead of focusing on all four, two and doing all those other things, let's just pick one. Let's commit it. It's probably going to be your homework this week. I don't know. And then you're going to focus on that to get you through this longest weekend of the year and maybe not make all the progress you've made the first 10 months of the year go down the trash. So, all right. What's our idea number one? So, our idea number one is drink the recommended amount of water each day. Okay. So, that's not hard. This is doable, right? They have lots of cups out there that show you exactly how much to drink. I mean, it's a visual. Now, I like my very cold cup. I think I've shared it with you before on another episode. I will I will show a picture of it. It was from Amazon. Um, it keeps my water really cold. You've got one that you like. I got one for Christmas last year. It was a little bit pricey, but it was totally worth it because I'll put ice in it and the ice will still be there at the end of the day. 
And I'm not a big water drinker, so that ice for me is is really helpful. That I like ice cold water. So we're gonna post both of our water bottles as options that you might want to go out and get if this is going to be your goal for the last longest weekend of the year. Essentially, it's eight eight ounce cups of water a day is what they recommend. Um, now it varies from person to person, especially they say to be careful if you take different medicines, medications. Okay. Good to note. You could have too much water. Right. And so um, obviously check with your doctor, but that's kind of your general rule. When you have the right amount of water a day, it's going to make you feel more full. It's going to help your body function better. Now, you don't have to worry about too much, at least where we live, about the humidity during this time, because I know you have to drink more when it's hot. But it allows your whole body system to work properly when you have water in your in your system. So if that's going to be what you focus on, just make sure that you start on your days one and possibly day two at a time when you might have a little bit more opportunity to use the restroom. Yes. So number two is going to be fill half of your plate with healthy fruits and vegetables. Okay, so this is a really good rule because you don't have to measure a thing. Exactly. And fruits and vegetables, every single time we look at what to do for a variety of different things, you want to lose weight, lower blood pressure, you want to combat depression, all of those things involve eating more fruits and vegetables. Yes. Even preventing some types of cancer. Yes. Which is what we talked about last week. So it's just a good way to you know, plate your meals if you can have half of it be healthy fruits and vegetables. And they don't have to all be fresh. Frozen is a good choice too. Yes, yeah. Um, Especially as we're going into this season where you can't find a lot of fresh vegetables um, or maybe they're more pricey because it's not the season for them. But it's just, it's also a good way to kind of fill you up before you go to like a holiday party. Yes. Is if you eat some fruits and vegetables, maybe have a salad or have a fruit salad um, so that you don't go hungry. And then you go and you eat all the chips and the more fatty things. Yes. And and oftentimes when I'm asked to bring a dish to a holiday party, I usually opt for a fruit dish or a vegetable dish so that I have something to snack on in between all of the other fun stuff that they might have there. Yes. All right. So number three. Walk 10 to 20 minutes daily. That's not long. That's not long. At all. And you can use that time to clear your brain. You could use that time to listen to To our... friends fit 40s. Yes. Good idea. (laughs) Or some of your favorite music to pump you up. Yes. Um, There's so many benefits to walking daily. It reduces stress. You can explore new places. It helps you to have better sleep. Lowers blood pressure. And it helps with circadian rhythm. Yes. I so, didn't know this one. So so that is if you walk within the first hour of waking up, oh, it right. sets your circadian rhythm. Yeah. So especially, you know, we're going into the fall back. Right. Right. Now, I know some states do not participate in this, but even so, you have shorter hours of daylight. Right. Yeah. In the in the fall and winter, whether you fall back or not, your daylight hours are less because of the time of the year and the way that the sun is. And so if you get out and you walk in that first hour, it helps your circadian rhythm. Yeah. Right. Now, That's I awesome. Can't always walk in the morning, but I probably could for 10 minutes. So maybe I'll try to work that into my morning schedule. 
I had to get really good at my contacts first. So. Ah, yes. That's taking 10 minutes. Laura's adding contacts to her life. I am. But even fresh air, even if it's cold air, it's good for your brain. It's good for your immune system. Yeah. So there's all kinds of benefits um, to just getting out and doing that 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. It can be 10 minutes. And it can be in addition to your workout. So Yeah. Great idea, Laura. All right, number four. Okay, this is could be the biggie for some people. Limit your alcohol drinks to two per week. A week. A week. Two a week. Not a day. Okay. I mean, honestly, this is just a good rule of thumb anyways. But the reason I'm saying two a week is uh, allowing yourself some right? Because it is the holiday season and you're going to parties and there there could be some alcohol and you want to participate. But I think it there's so many negative effects of alcohol that if you indulge in a drink every time you go to something, especially if you have multiple times and then maybe you wind down with some too, that could add up. Yeah. And that's going to add up in calories. Yeah. It's calories that are not nutrient dense. Yes. And that is going to basically make all the hard work you did the first 10 months not as effective. Right. So, so that's why I'm saying two a week. All right, Laura. Um, but you can alternate those alcohol beverages with some different mocktails. And we have a whole episode on this. We do. So check out our episode, season two, episode 41. It's called Updates and a Twist on Everyday Water from this summer to get some ideas yes. for some mocktails that don't have any alcohol in it. So that is season two, episode 41. We come up with lots of good ideas for drinks without any alcohol in them. And you might have missed this episode because it was released on July the 4th. Okay. You might have been busy right. doing other things. So go back and listen to this to get some ideas to meet this goal. All right, Laura, now it is time for our... Ooh, homework. Oh. Our weekly homework with a little bit of spooky in it. That's right. All right. So what is one of the four ways that you are going to survive the longest weekend of the year? Yes. Is it going to be water? Is it going to be fill half your plate with healthy fruits and vegetables? Is it going to be the walking 10 to 20 minutes? Is it going to be the limit of the alcohol drinks to two a week? And write that in your calendar to remind yourself to do this each day or week. All right. In the meantime, enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, share kindness with others. You You got got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you 